say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Man, it feels like uh, it's been a couple weeks. Because it has. <laughs> do you have a squirt in front of you? I do have a squirt. <laughs> I just noticed that right as we started to go. That's why I shot you that look. Yeah. That's, what's wrong with squirt? I, I just, threw, me, threw me off a little bit. I just wanted to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw it the last time I was here, and I had my eye on it for about three weeks now. Okay. Yeah, I think you drink. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> Save that for segment two. <laughs> so we got a voicemail, guys. Um, and Timmy, I have to publicly thank you for sharing your painful stories this Halloween season yeah. 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 for our benefit and laughter. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, you sounded like a real horse's ass this last episode, and uh, I was not the only one that noticed. We got a voicemail. Let's take a look. Oh, great. <laughs> it's not for me, I promise. What's going on, guys? Boston Steve here. Just wanted to know. reach out. Um, first of all, I'll say just how amazing Tim's Tales from the Crypts were. I'm, I'm in withdrawal now that we're in November. We need, we need more of that. So I didn't sleep well after that first episode. That one, that one upset me to the core. I'm not sure why, but um, a comment and a question for you, Tim. So the first one is, you know, in episode four, you're talking about going to Vegas and, and your buddy there who uh, I believe, quote, routinely goes to Vegas without telling anyone and drops twenty-five to $30,000 to visit. And, and Tim, you then say, you won't judge because we've, all been there. Tim, no, no, we haven't. No, we haven't, every, Tim. Every small sector of society has, quote, unquote, been there when it comes to dropping five figures in Vegas on, on the regular basis. So just, you know, a little reality check there, dude. So, and then the question is, I just need to know what life decisions have you made that, that led you to even knowing to look for a Facebook group that razzes off doorstop-sized bricks there there's something there's a world i don't know about and i want to know more so maybe that's another another tale for the crib but 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 please do share how you find out about these things because i just i want to join these groups and just watch all right guys um as always great work really appreciate all you do and uh be well oh steve thank you i love that so much because That is always, when you start telling the stories about your different razes, I loved hearing that exact thing. <laughs> I mean, win, win or loss, it wasn't about whether or not you were tanking. It was always like, how did you find that? Like, that is the most <laughs> off-the-wall thing I've ever heard of. I and it I'd fascinates me. Yeah. It just fascinates me that you can find those things. You want to give any insight? Uh, well, so there's actually a lot of precious metal groups because, uh, during the <laughs> pandemic, there was this whole fear that the dollar was going to go to okay. just yeah. complete uh-huh. nothing and you needed precious metals to store your wealth. 
And that's how some of these groups got to uh, come to be. And there's actually a lot of drama in these because there's the risk of counterfeit gold. Gold especially was the was the big one to the point where like you had to source like if you got a bar that later did not test as real gold at like either a pawn shop or a metal shop, like you would have to try to source it all the way back to like whoever you want it from, whoever they want it from, whoever they bought it from. And uh, then there's no way you're deal. doing that. No. Yeah, it was a disaster. So I left. Oh, and uh, Boston wow. Steve, if you want those specific groups, message Tim off air. <laughs> There's an atom. Oh, it's a 101. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pack to the Future. I'm your host, Ricky, a.k.a. Mr. eBay. <laughs> And I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Dr. Chad. Someone call for a doctor? How you doing, Doc? Happy to be back in the studio. And ladies and gentlemen, do not, I repeat, do not try and blow up this third member's spot. It's Dr. Tim! Here we go, baby. Prepare to be underwhelmed. Well, guys, we have a really fun show for you guys tonight. Uh, We're going to hit some card court. Yes. It's back in session. We're going to uh, talk about triple player cards. But before we do that, we have a very special guest with us here today. Zachary Lynch with Card Stock Exchange joins us. How you doing, Zach? Hey, I'm doing guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, my cable. Um, so tell us a little bit about Card Stock Exchange. What are, are the specific services that you offer? Yeah, so essentially in a nutshell, our goal is to be a platform for the trading card industry where people can can come and basically connect all into the hobby, right? Buy, sell cards, um, have access to the data on all their items, and keep a portfolio of their cards. And we have a spinoff on that where we partner with professional and collegiate athletes um, to sell their memorabilia, their game used items, and very unique, specific items that we create directly to the fans. So just to clarify, you, you're helping value uh, pricing cards. Is that correct? Yeah. So I've been a collector since I was 10. And a lot of people I talked to were saying, you know, there needs to be a centralized platform, right? Where we can conduct data and properly value cards and buy and sell them on a centralized exchange. And that's kind of the concept we ran with. And um, we launched last August and, um, how did you uh, get started uh, with Cardstock Exchange? So I launched this in 2019 on the kind of advice from a fellow hobby collector. Um, he's a big guy in the hobby. I won't, I won't name him, but um, <laughs> I worked for him freshman year as an intern because I'm a finance major at AM. And um, he basically, I presented him with this idea and he said, you know, you should run with this. And this was in 2019 and uh, three years later, here we are. Now, you're from Katy, Texas and chose to go to A&M, which I have a problem with. Uh, <laughs> dated a girl in Katy and uh, went to the correct school, UT. But we won't hold that against you. Uh, 
when you, when you guys first started this up, you had uh, really kind of taken a lot of these business competitions by storm. Did you not? Yeah, so we actually competed in a bunch of pitch competitions uh, across the U.S. So Georgia, Chicago, New York, that was a fun one, and then uh, Rice University. Okay. Um, and w- you also discussed the fact that you have signed, you're, you're hoping to partner with, um, I know I saw some exclusive ath- athletes on your website, but I think you also have hopes to partner with um, professional sports teams as well. Is that correct? Yeah. So a big thing we're looking into is partnering with these teams to be kind of exclusive uh, memorabilia dealers for them, right? And the way that kind of came about was with NIL rules becoming a thing. Sure. Um, we're looking to partner with specific colleges to be that platform for them. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, it, can you expand more upon that about what you envision that looking like? What types of items you see having on your website and how people would go about obtaining them? Yeah, of course. So um, the what we're starting with with the guys we're working with right now, right? Um, with the collegiate guys, we're starting with a bunch of limited edition prints and unique items that we mock up um, in canvases, 8x10, 16x20s. And the whole point is that each one is unique, hand-numbered, and a limited supply. With the professional guys, we're going to expand into you know, more memorabilia items, uh, game-used items, stuff like that. And the whole point is that we want to give creative control back to the athletes. So as you guys know, the memorabilia industry is like an athlete comes in, signs a million autographs for 10 bucks each, and then they leave. And so the logic is we want to give athletes that creative control back and um, so they can have equity stake more money um, into their own memorabilia business. How has it been trying to partner with uh, these athletes? I understand that the college might be a completely different scene, but uh, when trying to partner with the sports teams as well, uh, do you find that you're running into any problems with, you know, Panini or down the road Fanatics being the exclusive partner for those sports leagues? Yeah, so the only thing that's a problem so far is if an athlete has an existing exclusive deal. If they have that, then it kind of negates the purpose of a relationship with our firm. But um, in terms of universities, the only one we've tried working with so far is University of Tennessee. Okay. And um, so far, that's been going decent. Uh, It's a lot harder to convince university than it is to convince an agency and an athlete. I can imagine yeah. <laughs> that you, yeah. you, you're, you're taking on the, uh, the harder project first. Now, initially the thing that yeah. would come to my mind with buying an autograph or piece of memorabilia from any website would be authentication. And that's been, you know, a, a very big thing in the hobby. So what are your plans for people like me whose minds immediately go to, gosh, should I really be buying this off this website? Yeah, good question. So um, the way that we're planning on solving that is every autograph that we have signed will be notarized um, behind the scenes. And so attached with that notary, every athlete, we're going to have a unique um, COA that's designed for them. And then we'll put that on the item, kind of embed it in the photo. And then on our website, we'll have a database where you can search it, see what the item is and stuff like that. That's cool. Awesome. Um, so when someone signs up for your website, um, what are the costs involved or what are they looking at when they're creating their username to, to go on and function on the, the website? 
Yeah, so it's completely free right now, and we have two other tiers of memberships that are paid, and that just gets you certain features on our site. Um, but because we're new, anybody who signs up, I automatically give them that top tier for a lifetime. Hey. That's kind of like a thing for starting with this. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah. if that's not reason enough to jump on this website, uh, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> Check it out. That's true. Right. Yeah. Um, so... Moving forward, what do you have anything kind of coming out in, in development uh, for the website? Any any kind of hopes to add to it? Uh, what what's kind of on the horizon? The next steps for you guys? Yeah. So aside from the athlete partnerships, um, the core of our website is a trading card exchange, right? And with that being said, one of the big concepts that I wanted to solve was how do you um, treat a trading card like a stock, right? And I mean, we right now, if we wanted to find the value of a card, it's kind of hard to conglomerate that data to find one value. Right. And so my logic was, you know, if I'm looking at the stock of Apple, I know I'm buying Apple, I know all the price history, I know everything. Sure. So how do you do that for a card when all of us could name the card something different? So we were able to standardize the trading card title so any card that's uploaded on our site has the exact same title, no matter who uploads it. And so once we're able to figure that out, the next phase of development that's coming out is to that and allow price history to be seen. So put that on graphs, chart that, um, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Now, how do you gauge or track the pricing of a card? Because uh, there's so many ways to do it, right? We all had Beckett's growing up, and I don't think Intel. I, really, I think you still use Beckett. I, <laughs> he, he might. I try. Uh, no one wants to pay those prices. But I, actually, I'd like to see the Beckett pricing, see how accurate it was during the pandemic. <laughs> Everything shot yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But, but how do you guys, without giving away, obviously, any trade secrets, but, but how do you come about to decide uh, how to either track what that price has been over time or what it should sit at now? Right. So answering the first part of that, by standardizing the title, right, we're able to allow anybody to search a card on our site and then see the data. So if you search Luke and Prism Rookie, no matter which listing you click on, you can see the data. Um, and that's what's coming next on our site. So if somebody listed a Prism Red and a Blue, compare that data right on one screen okay, and see what it's trading at. Our friend Tim here, he has some hand-signed 8x10s that he has numbered. Is there a spot on your platform if we were to uh, ship you some of these sweet, sweet 8x10s? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to have them on. Man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you may have to pay people to take them, but uh, we, we confront some of that cost. I for think it. we have to pay somebody to have them <laughs> no, listed yeah. to be able to pay exactly. somebody to take them. Well, Zachary, where can uh, where can people find your website and sign up for this free account if you do it quick enough? Yeah, so uh, cardstockexchange.com and cardstockexchange on all social media platforms. Yep, I was checking out your Instagram. I, I thought that was a really cool uh, page you guys have up, a good way to follow what is going on with your company. Uh, you guys posted some entertaining stuff as well. Um please visit uh, Zachary Lynch and, and his friends at cardstockexchange.com. That's cardstockexchange.com. You can find him on social media at cardstockexchange. Zachary, thank you very much for joining us today on the show and uh, be well. We hope to talk with you soon. Bye.
so much for having me. And uh, hope you guys have a great rest of the show. Thanks. Hey, thank you. Thanks. Good night, man. <sighs> Timmy, well, I, I want to get you on there. What? No. <laughs> what if what if we had him create you create an nft and you could sell it on his platform yeah well he needs to have an nft tab first oh he doesn't he sells real stuff so let's sell the, the photos <laughs> get him back on the phone where's no, our producer no we, we need him to be on a better phone next time oh i know <laughs> yeah that that did struggle a little Can bit that's okay your... we all learn right? we do we apologize we for that there was nothing we could do from our end that's right uh stick with us yeah. We're going to have a ton of fun. But first, I'm going to adjust Tim's uh, headphone setting so he can hear me again. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> You're going to want to hear it for the next segment. Oh, great. <laughs> well, when we come back, uh, we've got a serious, serious card court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll be back with that and more right after this. Gentlemen, I think you all have heard enough of me complaining about my back after stomping around the card room floor carrying around my 50-pound backpack. Mm-hmm. Cards, goodies, little the little plastic wrappers to put my slabs in. Yeah. It's, like a fanny, it's like a fanny pack on steroids. <laughs> yeah. And then I just ache for weeks afterwards, and I just complain and moan to you guys all day. Well, I've got That's a solution true. for you. What's Ricky that? and I were at the Las Vegas card show, and we went up to a booth with Zion cases. I want to tell you about this Zion case. All of our slabs, beautifully tucked away, as you can see on our YouTube channel here, with one of these cases. Ricky, you talked me into the XL. I did. It can hold (laughs) up to 110 to 160 slabs. PSA, BGS, HGA, ABC, STIs, baby. STIs, Everything you want can go in this case. (laughs) I showed this to the missus. Yeah. And I said, hey, what's one word you would describe this? And she looked at me like, why are you asking me this? But then she was like, oh, classy. Classy. <laughs> classy. No, it is decked out in black. It is classy. What did I tell you at the card show? You need a handcuff to go on your suitcase. <laughs> there you go. I thought you were going to say a handcuff for the missus. No. <laughs> um, so these cases, go to Zion Cases. Go check them out. They have beautiful cases to hold your slabs that you can carry around in the card show. They have card sleeves. The nice tight fits on your slabs. They're so amazing. Not the sloppy ones that bend and gather dust on the edges. That nice tight fit. Zion makes them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And as a part of a partnership with the Pack to the Future podcast, go on to our Instagram and click on the link. We will give you 10% off any purchase on Zion Case with promo code PACK. That's promo code PACK. And for those watching us on our YouTube channel, be sure to search us Pack the Future Podcast. We've got the Zion case right here. They've got rolling cases, which I was trying to get you to buy. Yes. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, they They've are. got all the way down to small cases, so check them out. And backpacks. Yeah. <laughs> Promo code PAC. Go check them out. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Guys, it is time. Oh, great. <laughs> Court it's is not back a in session. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, it's been a minute since we've heard that. Yeah. Um, it usually terrifies both me and Tim. When <laughs> <you're there. laughs> I'll rise. <laughs> oh, you may now be seated in your car or at home or wherever you are listening to this as we present to you the case of Ashamed v. Ass. <laughs> Parties? Mr. Uh, ass? 
I'm glad you looked that I'll way first. That. <laughs> he was about to say my last name, which would make two weeks in a row. Oh, no, yeah. I was about that, to say ashamed. And then I was like, no, that doesn't fit. You're the ass. <laughs> well, see, I, I altered this up a little bit <laughs> because we're trying to determine in my in my eyes, <laughs> in my tainted little brain, if Tim is ashamed of me or if Tim's an ass. Oh, okay. Uh, well, probably a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> so I have seven. I have seven items I wish to present to the courts. Okay. Seven. Okay. Actually, I think we're going to have scratch number seven, but we're going to go with seven. Six. Okay. So I'll go one at a time unless you tell me to move on. Number one. I, well, first of all, let me state my case. I believe that Tim is ashamed of us at Pack to the Future podcast. Okay. Mm. I think he is ashamed as being a part of this community. Okay. Mm. Case number one. Oh. On Facebook. Yep. Recently under Junkie Tim's, a Dennis Rodman auto was posted. With the hashtag, Junkie Sports. <laughs> Nowhere really? to be found was packed to the future podcast on a card of Dennis Rodman that was autographed. Does Junkie Sports still exist? Uh, not technically. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you may want to change that answer. Number two, <laughs> Instagram account, Junkie Tim. Uh-huh. 1997 Skybox Metal Universe set. Beautiful cards pictured. Oh. Yeah. You had obtained that set. That was fun. Hashtag junkies. <laughs> what are you doing? Under Tim's account, not the Pack to the Future podcast account. Which for almost a year you were the exclusive owner of. And I invite you back. Oh, okay. But I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> That's unfair. That part was unfair. Are you taking notes over there, Tim? I'm trying no, to present I'm just facts. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> Number <laughs> a case for ass. <laughs> Mark one down in the ass category. That's something you never want to hear yeah. attorney say. <laughs> Number three on Facebook. Coming up, talking about the Vegas card show. Yeah. Tim State, see some of you at the show. We'll be on stage making asses of ourselves. Well, he's right about that. <laughs> yeah, see? Fair. We're, we're quite proud of that, right? Fair. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't tell anyone in my work that we were going down there. <laughs> when they found out, I totally denied it. Like, oh, just, I'm doing distinguished doctor stuff on this weekend. Yep. <laughs> Not having Aaron on to the show to guide people to the stage. <laughs> Number four, Instagram account. Junkies profile again. Oh, great. Our, under the headline of your account... Our loosely related hobby podcast. How are we loosely card related? I took that off of the original show description. <laughs> it's on your account. Well, it's on our show description from 2019. 20. Why is it on our Why show description? Why did you put it on there? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put it on there. <laughs> I didn't. How's that memory? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> That's number four. Number five. The Jordan Pippen dual relic that you bought at the Las Vegas card show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Once you again, posted on Instagram. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Under Junkie's account, <laughs> no mention of the Pack to the Future podcast. No mention <laughs> that we podcast down there. No mention that you bought it with us. Uh, Nothing. That's fair. number five. Yep. All right. Number six. At the card show, I could have sworn that you two ditched me to play a bit. <laughs> And you guys got so in my head. So, hear me out on this. So funny. <laughs> this, this is, this so is funny. completely incidental, Tim. But uh -huh. the look on your face worries me, so I'm trying to back off a little bit. So, we start walking Don't the show. smash it, because <laughs> I'm going to come to his defense. All right, fine. Screw both of you then. 
15 minutes into the show, fresh in my mind is Tim at the... If that. <laughs> I mean, if that. If 15 that. minutes into the show. You know what flashes in my mind? Tim boasting that Chad and Ricky weren't invited to Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Tim not inviting Chad and Ricky again. to the 2019 <laughs> National. Tim rejecting my offer to come to the 2021 National. And 10 minutes in, I turn around and both of you are gone. Now, granted. I'm by myself again at the card show. I watched the whole thing because yeah. I was a witness because I went and took a work phone call in the corner and kept my eye on you. And I could only see you. I couldn't see Tim was long That's because he was yeah. dive, dodge, dip, dive, and dodging. <laughs> <laughs> and then I lost track of you. Uh, and then I found you and you were distraught. You're like, everyone's ditching me. <laughs> no, you called me, remember? Yes. I had to take him? a breather. I stepped outside to go have a snack. Uh, and I needed to sit down and collect myself because uh, my two best friends had ditched me at the card show. Uh, I come marching back inside. I get... Fed, which we all know I get a little hangry. Yeah, you right? pulled a little I mean, something out of that fanny pack. I mean, we found that out in Vegas. My God, that hanger was real. Yeah, oh, I do boy. the same. Oh. So I get back inside. I'm going to go find my buddy, Tim. Yeah. Oh, that's nice of you to actually think of me. So. Mm -hmm. I went right up to you three separate occasions. I kid you not, for those of you on YouTube, you did this. <laughs> if I'm behind you... <laughs> And turned and walked away. Turned three separate times. And you side-eyed me. <laughs> didn't even nod your head or say, hey, Chad... I walked up to you, Tim. I found this Michael Jordan card. Remember the stadium club with the card with the um, pieces of floorboard in the yeah, background? Yeah, no, I remember this conversation. One that you were looking for. I said, Tim, I found it for you. Cool. Meh. Turned and walked away. <laughs> what in the world? Are you ashamed of me? Hey. Hey, Tim. What's so, going on? What's going on with you? Are you ashamed? No. <laughs> well, you know how like, I had uh, a regular I did not Okay, this is my last thing. I did not sleeves. wear a yeah. medium. He rolled mm -hmm. up the sleeves. I yeah. wore an actual medium shirt. <laughs> I didn't wear a medium there. I put the collars down. I didn't have the gold <laughs> Drew Lock around. I tried to act like a respectable adult. You did. Yeah. You were fairly respectable the whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Until I got mad about the baseball thing. I couldn't throw the baseball as fast oh, as yeah, a 10-year-old yeah. kid. Oh, and God. then your arm went numb. It's yeah. payback. We might need to dive into that down the road. <laughs> okay, so that's number six. I'm stopping at number six because number seven, we're just going to leave this as a tease, is weird as hell. Oh, and boy. there's one E out there who knows it. And it's just weird as hell. And I will never release the details. That's number seven. That's my case. Dan, uh, you got outed. That was weird, Dan. Uh, <laughs> I got weird. Don't worry, Dan. I'm working on a pack. Oh, that was so weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where yeah, that's it. That's that's my case. Okay. Where, where are we? I mean, uh, here's what I want you to answer to, Timmy. Because uh, Chad said a lot, but he's made some good points. He hasn't made all good points. No. But, <laughs> but here are the two main points. One, why are you promoting a dead breaking company over uh -huh. your famed podcast that you have donated one-fifth of your house to? You know, well, so, Yes. <laughs> with, with beautiful lighting, by the way. You bought some new yes. lights in the studio. Yeah. They look great. Oh, man. We've all advocated for junkies to come back. We want Tim, you to know that. This is true. You, you have, and I've been purposely, well, not purposely, just dragging my feet in general because I, I do that. But you're right. I'm guilty. I, I do post <laughs> under my account um, because Chad... All you do is post on our show account <laughs> and you dominate the feed and who gets zero likes on my posts? 
<laughs> me. Well, make a better post, bro. Oh, it's all fudge. about volume. It's about volume. So you guys come uh-huh. in with one uh-huh. with one reel. Hey, yeah, I yeah. come up with five, and uh, if one of them hits, yeah. they're great. That's true. It's all about volume, you guys. The, the whole drive down, I was yeah. just pouting nonstop to Chad about how few, few views I got. I didn't my, realize yeah. this was such a thing yeah. Yeah. until no. we did one so, on the way down there. Yeah, no. We had to redo I, it. I, I, just we did. Wa- I just watched Army of Thieves on Netflix, and the guy who stars in it, he's like, you know, he's the master, like, safe cracker. He posts his videos to start the, the movie, like, on YouTube, and or their equivalent of YouTube, and he gets zero likes. And he basically just hangs his head, and he's like, oh. And, then, and this goes on for days and days, and he finally gets one like, and it's like the best day of his life. I'll t- I'll I don't know guys, what that's like. I'll tell you guys, the secret, the secret to the real is this. <laughs> Right up close and personal into that receding hairline. Oh, okay. Right up in it. <laughs> I don't know what that one. is, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Number two, you have to hashtag everything in the world. Okay. Number three, you have to get that cover photo with... <laughs> okay, let's see. I need to tone mm. down what I'm about to say. <laughs> with you being very excited. Okay. With the most excited moment you... So you're going to have to fake it a little bit, Tim. Yeah, no, I, I basically do when I post on social media. And you, you capture that clip, you put a picture of LeBron in one corner, a picture of Jordan in the... It doesn't even matter if you're talking about ant racing outside. You put LeBron, you put Jordan, people see it. Oh my God, I'm going to view it a hundred times. Okay. Uh, we're gonna, and it's all about volume. You just make a hundred of them and one of them will hit. We're going to do the... We're going to get the details figured out off air. But let me just tell you both. We're going to start doing YouTube commercials. <laughs> Oh, and no. it's going to be a photo of Tim smiling, <laughs> like just the face, on a popsicle stick. <laughs> We're going to cut out the mouth, and Tim's just going to talk behind it. <laughs> we'll get a million views. No, there's an app for that. You don't even need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second question. Okay. Yeah, where were we? we got to get back on. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you hate us at card shows? Because you always ditch us. Oh, this. You always meet. Okay. I'm going to. Let me ask the question. Uh, we'll let an you rebuttal. No. You, you get to rebut, but you need to hear the full accusation so you can fully respond. All right. Yep. Bring it. You had no less than a half dozen friends there. We did tweet ups, meet ups. No one showed up. No one even acknowledged that they've even listened to the show out there. You're yeah. shaking hands, kissing babies. Come over. Oh, yeah, there's so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Let's go meet him. Oh, they're not there anymore. Yep. <laughs> Do you hate us? Do you hate us? I don't hate you. Are you embarrassed by us? No, so my, my shopping style Do at Do you not stores. trust us? No. I, well, mm. That's my theory. <laughs> <laughs> Do you... Th- well, hold on. Expand wait, upon wait, that. Objection. I'm what, getting what, what did you here. trust about us? Would you not trust us to I don't give tell me- them something about you they don't want to hear? No. More likely embarrass you because right. of something we say oh, okay. me grabbing ricky's nips a little bit and like <laughs> messing with him in the side who have i brought on the show my hobby friends that's true sully roto but that, just, that confuses me more yeah i'm not ashamed of the show you guys just aren't quick enough to keep up with me <laughs> oh, oh! <Yeah>. oh! <laughs> uh, but my shopping style is basically just to browse in peace and quiet and so i let others do the same ricky you mentioned once that it's like it drives you nuts when you walk into a store and like you get greeted and like they just hound you and hound you and hound you. You're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Certain certain local stores are guilty of that. So, <laughs> so different style at a card show. Yeah, I just I let you browse because I don't know. I could spend like ten minutes at a booth just combing it over. And I'm in a zone. If I ignored you, I apologize. So checks notes. <laughs> Great. That counts for number six. Okay. How about one through five? Well, he admitted. Uh, he said, "Yeah, I, I, 
don't like you guys. I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. So you're talking about difference in card show style, which is very much a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone and does have their own I'm style. a browser. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad you said that, Timmy, because I somewhat side with Tim on this. And oh. what I mean by that is when I... So I watched you while I was on my work call, lost you, we meet up. And we couldn't find Tim again no. the rest of the afternoon. It's because I'm short. <laughs> we know what you do at card shows. You f- we're in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys should be proud of me. I only lost like $50 on a slot machine. So. Yeah. Wait, when did you pay us? Wait, wait. <laughs> you took. We okay, drove you specifically to the airport. We literally dropped you off at the airport at the time of your flight. You did? You said... We talked about this. We talked about this, Ricky. We talked about the amount of time that took him to get a lift, yep. to come to the Mirage to meet with us. Damn Remember? It. Yes. It took him, we're like, yes. it took 20 minutes for the lift to leave from the airport that you sent us. Is that when you played is when you got off the plane? Is that really? It was, wasn't it? Plausible deniability. Ah! <laughs> okay. Oh, you're sneaky, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I shouldn't have sent you that link Dude. that was uh, letting you track my progress from oh. the airport. I, I'm going to blow your spot up now. I have to. You played blackjack or craps or whatever the hell for 20 minutes and then it came wasn't to us 20 minutes and yeah. said, let's get a Vegas brunch, a fancy Vegas brunch before the show. <laughs> oh, dude, you were so upset about the brunch. <laughs> so upset about the brunch. This almost flew for both of us. I think we were both upset was, at each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, these are two opposite ends. I want to know from our listeners, are you, a, okay, so card show Saturday rolls around. <laughs> Great. Okay. Card show Saturday rolls around. We're going to have people fighting over this. Okay. I am sure of it. Are you the type of person who gets up and you're going to that show to get there early. Yeah. Or are you the type of person who's going to go get a nice brunch, then go to the show? Nah. I didn't think of it that way. Those I people mean, I, exist. I mean, those are two very different groups. And we were in Vegas, and where do we eat? Like, where did we get? Oh, you were so Starbucks. mad. You were so mad about Starbucks. <laughs> we were hey, so mad. To, our, to my credit and our credit, we did try to find other places. You did, but yeah. you walked by all the nice places to eat. So. Well, no, we weren't going to sit down for a brunch, Jim. <laughs> you asked if we recorded the show in the secret garden of the Mirage. <laughs> we should have. He wanted the tiger experience, brunch with the tiger. No, we're yeah. slamming two claws and going to bed. No. Would have made for a nice TikTok, you know, with that, <laughs> that saltwater tank in the background. Yeah. So it's true. So what happens is uh, Chad gets ditched. I meet up with him and he's talking to me about this saying, I think Tim hates my guts. <laughs> it's true. And, um, and as we're going uh, table to table, and I've realized this with us at the local card shows, if I stand in front of you, I feel like I'm in your way. And I feel like I need to rush through looking at the cards. Oh, yeah. You're hovering. If I'm, standing, hover. yeah. if I'm standing behind you, I feel like I'm forcing you to move quickly oh. and you're waiting for me to catch up. So we're gonna we're gonna mediate this issue. I like this. I like where this is going. I propose the okay. pack to the future. This is the new method of hobby shows across the country. It's gonna sweep the country. Mm-hmm. You initiate the Pack to the Future podcast hover. What's the uh, Pack to the Future and podcast road, hover? Uh, well, it's like a hoverboard. Uh, kind of. <laughs> uh, and what's it? <laughs> okay, you guys are going to make fun of me. What is it called when the moon goes around the sun? Or the or, moon or, goes or, orbit. 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 Orbit, thank you. Like the gum. I'm having a... It's been a long day. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> the Pack to the Future podcast orbit. Okay? What you do is you... Maintain a, no more of a distance of three show tables from one another. But you never stand at the same table together unless 
there is a card to show or you're purchasing a really expensive card. Mm. I will only agree to this. Three tables? If I can have a harness on Tim. <laughs> you know the harness with the leash. In, in what context there? The toddler <laughs> harness. Hey, it applies to car show no. and to post show. Uh, okay. Post Depends show. the type of day we want to have. My mind went uh, toddler. Like, yeah, that, that's no. the type of thing I'm yeah, talking about. Not Mr. Him. Mr. He's talking about STIs over there. He, I don't know. His mind went to black che- black oh. collar <laughs> dog chain. <laughs> went right over his He's head. having flashbacks of that Dallas show all, all over again. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe we can expand to five, but the idea idea is you don't oh. leave without your friends. Oh, no, I trust you guys to go explore and not forget about me and just go enjoy the show in whatever way you see fit. It's, All right. hard, it's hard, though, because at, at the National, when I met up with uh, Kukoc Jeff and Kyle, yeah, we got to a part where it was very crowded. And mm-hmm. honestly, this would have been very good, Ricky, having this type of thing and like a little check-in before you move on the table. Because I was. I was darting all over the place mm-hmm. because of my one day. And when I did that, I turned around and I couldn't find him. Yep. And what did I, I, I created this idea because after you were scared, we ditched you. What did I tell you a dozen times? Not leaving you. I'm just going over to this table. Yeah, you did. Uh, well, you did check in. Dad? Or check out. Yeah. I wonder if there's something buried in my subconscious. I got to talk to my parents when I get home. Well, um. I, I need our listeners to reach out to us on Pack to the Future podcast on our Instagram. Let us know. Are you going to institute the Pack to the Future orbit? <laughs> Or are you going to be like Tim? Brunchy Tim. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, when we come back, we're going to... Chad wants to talk about triple player cards. And I got to be honest with you guys. I've got a ton of thoughts about this. We'll be back with that and more right after this. Hey, guys. Got a little uh, advice for you. Our friends at Basketball Card Fanatic... They offer a monthly magazine discussing all things basketball cards. Hence the name. Yep. Uh, the front covers are beautiful. They are, they are. Uh, very in-demand cards, and it's a high uh, print, like a high-quality print. Yeah. Uh, they're so cool. Chad's brought them in. I want to start collecting them. You almost want to collect them like they're cards themselves. And you can actually order back issues if you want one of their incredible covers. Chad is holding one of them up for yeah. those watching us on our YouTube page. Michael Jordan Championship. Uh, yeah. But that front cover, I think, makes it a, almost a collectible. Uh, it also comes in a penny sleeve, as you see here, which is amazing. You should get them graded. You can get articles from the leading hobby industry insiders, as well as the uh, leading collectors in basketball cards. You can sign up to receive a hard print edition or digital copy for as little as $10 a month. You don't like that number? How about six twenty-five per month when you subscribe for a year? That's a good deal. With doing this, you get mail day every day. Now they showed uh, they're coming out second week in November, the '90s basketball edition. Ooh, gonna yeah, be I, I that almost that's gonna be so popular. It's a surprise for me when I open up the mail. I don't want to know what the cover is going to be until I pull it out of my mailbox. I was terrified you were going no, to no. steal the beats, but that's part of the surprise. Yeah, but uh, 90s basketball, that's my jam. I'm going to be buying that one. Yes. Yeah. You can buy them single issues. You can get them digital. You can get hard copies, whatever you prefer, however you prefer to take it. Now you get a mail day every single month. Be sure to check out Basketball Card Fanatic on Instagram and go to their website bcfmag.com that's bcfmag.com uh, and check them out I will personally try to get Adam to sign your cover 
Yeah! Ooh. I will personally not guarantee the track. <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome back to the show. You can find us on YouTube by searching Pack to the Future Podcast. We are shooting live videos of our episodes and posting them on there if you want to see all the awesome content we're creating and and see how short chat is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love how the camera makes the line. I, it, it looks it, good. It kind of has like a, it, it helps me get a little more light on me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can see you because your feed fell off the... By God! <laughs> he's on the main one. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I think he's talking about you, Ricky. Me? Yep. No, I'm on. All right. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah, just let it be for the last two segments. All right. <laughs> last one segment. Uh, yeah, two segments. Tim's going to be doing it here in the dark. <laughs> segment two. It's preferable. Uh, Chad, Chad, Chad <laughs> tell us about our third segment. You're not going to get that one past me, Tim. <laughs> it, is, it is sometimes better to do it in the dark. <laughs> segment three, triple player cards. Down at the Las Vegas show, I picked up... A card with three players on it. Yeah, right? I was there. You showed it to me. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to try to move on from that. And so what I want to discuss are a few different things with triple player cards. Mm. Yeah. I've got the value of that one that I want to discuss, which is a 2003 Topps Matrix, LeBron, Carmelo, Dwayne Wade. Oh, that's so cool. It's kind of like the old Larry Bird, Magic Johnson rookie cards that were triple. Yes. Where they have almost a... Uh, you could tear them off one by one right. if you wanted. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So I want to talk about value of that one. I want to talk about autographs that are out there. I want to discuss whether or not you guys like these triple cards. So there's only one that I'll talk value about, okay. and it's that card that I picked up. Okay, attention, everyone. I own this card. I would likely sell this card if the value went up. Okay, that's okay. my disclaimer. <laughs> sounds like something I would do. Yep. Okay. Okay, that's the disclaimer for this. <laughs> because I think that card should be worth more, and I'm going to try and prove it to you. Detail. Okay. So, value of triple player cards specifically revolving around the 2003 Topps Rookie Matrix. Okay. So, a little bit about this set 220 card base set, 143 different minis. So, they put in different combinations of players. Wow. That seems there like are a, lot. a couple of LeBrons. Okay. Okay. Not just that card. There's so the on South the- Beach LeBron with Chris Bosch instead of Carmelo. Okay. So, and this card, it's LeBron, Carmelo, and Dwayne Wade. You could get a LeBron. Bosch, Wade. Right. Got Something it. like that. Similar yeah. to the Larry Bird Magic Johnson cards as well. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the card that I bought is a PSA 8 from the Pizza Bandit that we discussed <laughs> at some point. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> Reach out to us if you want the full story. Yes. <laughs> so bizarre. So I bought the PSA 8 for 400 bucks. Pop count of PSA 8, 150, roughly. Okay. Okay. The PSA 9, 200 cards. $1,400. Okay. So about three to four X. The PSA 10, pop 32, $8,000. Wow. That's a big jump. What I, that's exactly the point I want to yeah. prove with this card. The multiplier from an eight to a 10 is quite high. 21. Mm-hmm. 21 multiplier from the eight to the 10. I think that that is too high. And if the PSA 10 is truly worth that amount, I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you why the PSA 8 should be worth a lot more. And perhaps you got value on going and buy yourself a little triple card right here. Okay. Compare it to two other LeBron rookies. Okay. The Topps rookie, the multiplier from, we'll just make this simple, multiplier from the 8 to the 10 is right around 6. Wow. That's it. The multiplier on the 2003 Upper Deck City Heights 
you know, a little hologram PSA 10. Yeah. It's the one that I bought the multiplier there. Three. Um. So either the PSA 10 of this card is way too high or you can go grab yourself a very nice LeBron rookie card, albeit a triple card for a steal. And in the future, it may go up. Right. Mm. I am notoriously horrible at predicting values of cards. So that is the other disclaimer. Do not take my advice on that. <laughs> yeah, we the do reason not provide I bought financial this, advice. So bringing this back. The reason I bought this card is mm-hmm. three players that will be in the Hall of Fame. You're not going to get the dud True. of Donovan Mitchell and who's the other one in 2017 that he was with? Uh-huh. Luke Kennard. Yeah. Yes. In absolute. It seems like he was always with <laughs> yes. Luke Kennard. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to buy this card. And we'll talk more about that. But with this, three Hall of Fame players, I think, at a potential excellent value. I put it in that nice snug Zion case. Yeah, I noticed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, there's no mm-hmm. extra crinkle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to take the crinkle out of my life. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. And we also got the Zion XL slab. Uh, yeah. And because I have some PSAs that are a little bit thicker uh, mm-hmm. cards. Yeah. And they don't fit in the snugs. But they do fit really well in the XLs. Yep. They, they crinkle a little because they're really meant for BGS is mm-hmm. what I think they are. But they even compared to the, uh, the leading BGS um, fitted sleeve. Fitted sleeve. Yeah. It, it just it's so much better. It's, it's less day. baggy. Yeah. yeah, it fits so much better. It's a thicker mill plastic too, so it feels substantial. It feels like it's yeah. more protected against those scuffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, I'm sorry to get into value thing with this, but no, I think okay. there's potential value there for a card that looks, I think, very cool. Yeah, I agree. And that got me thinking. Hey, what other triple cards are out there that not only maybe are iconic for our childhood? Are are iconic in basketball card values yeah. or just cards that you like or dislike. So you okay if I go next? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It opinions. So I spent this entire weekend pouting about Halloween. <laughs> and Halloween not, was kind of a drag this year, man. It was. It stunk. We were supposed to hang out and uh, yeah. well, we decided to be responsible. Yeah. I love Halloween, but uh, this year I was, I was pouting. So I decided I was going to, uh, reorganized my card collection. I realized as I was doing it, it'd been about a year and a half. And um, unlike the two of you, I'm kind of worried. Tim is in the atmosphere. Uh, he's in outer space as far as card collecting. He's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tim's gone. And I worry that you're on a <laughs> rocket ship doing those little flyovers to outer space. I, I worry that you're on your way leaving. He's me launching well. satellites. Yeah. Uh, leaving you where? Well, I'm the only one that likes cards anymore that, We'll look at base cards and say, oh, these are awesome. Me and Kyle. <laughs> I, I don't like base cards. I know. I've just given you uh, No, time. no. That's the year. Hey, well, well received. That's okay. And that's actually, I was thinking about that on the way over. That's what makes this show so great is we are three totally different collectors at this point. And you can bust my butt for two, me. Two fine. totally different collectors. <laughs> <laughs> two totally different collectors <laughs> and Tim. It's true. Um, so as I was putting everything away, it was tedious um, and I came across a number of triple player cards. Really? Uh, these are base cards. These are inserts from 90s wax. So they're nothing special, like the perforated edges, the three different uh, mm-hmm. cards for rookies and stuff. But here's the problem that I have with triple cards. If you were like uh, Wax Museum Kyle or myself, and you do have a huge collection of just cardboard, it's so difficult to figure out where to put those cards. Ah, and I ended yep. up uh, putting a lot of them at the very back. They didn't show up with any team. Uh, mm. Just a, a, kind of a miscellaneous. Were you sorting, I assume, by team? Basically, yes, by team. That's, uh, I, I'm not crazy like Kyle doing last name. 
I, I'm that, that's run into the same problem. Yeah, right? you would. Mm-hmm. And 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 don't get me wrong. I think it's amazing what Kyle's done. I just I'll go insane. Yeah. I can barely do sports teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that with these cards, we also did see. I can't. I keep saying the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird rookie card. Doctor J is the other one. Yeah, and I hope you guys, everyone listening, is knows what I'm talking about because I can't remember the exact name of the card or year, but it's the 1980 tops. Thank you. Uh, so the problem with the 80 tops, uh, is that, or maybe a good thing. If you're trying to get some of these, if you're trying to get like a Larry bird or magic Johnson, we saw these at the card show and it would be like Larry bird. You wouldn't have the two together, but it'd be like Larry bird, someone else and Ron Boone (laughs) was the one I saw. Right. And for me, uh, that was something that might be a good pickup on a, on the cheap, especially because Ron Boone was the voice of the jazz with hot rod Hunley. Yep. For so many years. Um, so I think if you can find some of these lesser known players that might have special uh, intrinsic value to you. Yeah, they're there. That you, This might be a great way to purchase some of those cards and really enjoy it. Another card that popped up for me, the Reggie Miller, Jeff Malone dual autograph uh, mm-hmm. on eBay. That the guy is ignoring the fact that Jeff Malone makes up 50% of the card. <laughs> it is not as expensive as you're trying to sell it for, sir. <laughs> those are only a duel, but still the same. Those are duels. I realize that. But like, how I, did those two end up on the same card? Best free throw shooters in the league. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that about Jeff Malone. Yeah. They were, mm-hmm. he, they were both excellent throughout their careers. Um, I think that if you want the high value though, like a card, like what Chad has here, um, you're almost kind of, it's almost like playing the slots. <laughs> you have to get the right combo. Yeah. Depending on when you buy the card. Yeah. If you buy it for rookies when they're rookies, yeah, yeah that's tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. You wait till they're almost done with their careers and they're Hall of Famers. Then you go back and look. Then yeah. you can go back. And of course, you're going to pay a premium at that point. But yeah. it depends how much you like to gamble. I still have not bought a single one of the Donovan Mitchell Luke Kennard cards. No, I wouldn't. No. Yeah, that means nothing. No way. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand why they put them together. I just make you angry seeing Luke Kennard on half right. the card. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> what do you think, Timmy? Oh man, triples triples are tough because the odds are not with you as far as all three players being respectable enough to be on that card or to justify being on that card. Um, yeah, so that makes it tough. But it's interesting because you would think that uh, the math would add up so that the card's more valuable with three players on a card, but I've seen plenty of examples where like the card depreciates in value or is uh, worth less than just the solo auto of like Luca as a classic example, right? Yeah. Yeah. People just want Luca auto. Yeah. Well, how many times have you looked for your favorite player and seen a triple auto and said like, I don't care about those other two. Right. No chance I'm buying that card. The one I uh, don't understand is the collector's choice, Jordan, Sean Kemp, Anthony Hardaway. Yeah. And there's a gold version of that. So I have one of those as well. Sure. I actually have two of them, of the PSA 9s. And they're worth less than 100 bucks. Really? And mm. I don't get it because the pop count's low. If you are our age or older and enjoy that era of basketball, yes. how do you not have at least one memory of each of those guys? And yeah. of course, Jordan. Oh, of course. Jordan the but GOAT. Yeah. But Skinny Kemp was good. Mm-hmm. And yes. Penny had Little Penny. Like, yes. I, I Super don't, entertaining. I yep. don't understand that. I just don't mm. get it. No, see, those are three solid names in my book. I would love that right. card. Yeah, uh, it's a fun card. But but I think it, it is tough, especially if, you know, and I'll tell you what, uh, Mosaic Football did this, and I think I don't think they did it in basketball, but recently did this in football where they'll put the three top players on one of the cards, and uh, and they'll put, like, the Lions one had Stafford, Barry Sanders, and Calvin Johnson, and it's just the three of them, and it's just a little insert, but uh, I wish that they would do more stuff like that and keep mm. them on the same team. 
Yeah. Because oh, that yeah. was so much easier. Same with baseball. Uh, I or, or, uh, opened some old 90s baseball, uh-huh. Upper Deck, because of you, and because you were doing it. And uh, and they had the brothers cards or, mm. or family, Ken Griffey Jr., Sr. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, it was much easier when they were on the same team to put yeah. them away. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but to go back to my point really briefly, um, and this is about dual autos or dual cards, but it would work with triples as well. Look for, you know, this is the best time to find the people that like that you collect that may not be highly sought after and pair them with one of these great athletes. As example, mm-hmm. my Jeff Malone and Reggie Miller that I'm uh, seeing. Sure. Uh, so you're like dating up, right? Kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, another example is Vince Young. I was a big Vince Young fan. I graduated from Texas the year that they won the title and no one collects Vince Young. You, you can't even it's find sad. graded stuff on there for Oh uh, Yeah, they're all in a dumpster somewhere. Exactly. And so uh, I've realized, though, that they, they thought he was going to be a big deal coming out of college. Huge deal. And yeah. so they paired him with all these great quarterbacks. Uh, Mike Vick, but uh, <laughs> Peyton Manning. Um, there was one other one. Uh, not Tom Brady. I forget who you told me. I remember uh, the Mike Vick, Peyton Manning. Maybe Steve Young. Uh, but I've seen, I've seen two... Two to four of these, where mm. they just had him signing dual autos. Mm. I'm seriously considering a Vince Young collection with more famous, better athletes. Brett Favre. So you uh. would, it was Brett Favre. And so what you're saying is you would use <laughs> the Luke Kennard to your benefit yeah. because yes. it's the player you're collecting. So yeah. you would take the down value in that and say, hey, this is a great <laughs> opportunity to get awesome autos. That's it's, sneaky. Yeah, exactly. Like now, it. now I love Vince Young. That means a lot to me. It may not mean anything to anyone else, but to me, having a few Vince Young autos is a good thing. Yeah. And most people who you show those collection or those cards to would be like, oh, you've got a nice Peyton Manning auto. Right. But it's <laughs> right. But I'd say, no, no, no. I have a great Vince Young auto. Yeah. You're in the back smudging it off. <laughs> so uh, those of you in Detroit, go get those Luke Kennard triples. <laughs> your yes. boy Luke's on them and our boy Donovan is. That's right. Uh, Sneaky. But you know, one triple that I have uh, thought about over the years is uh, Bo Jackson, Ken Griffey, Frank Thomas uh, from Topps Triple Threads. So literally a product that features triple autos and patch relics. And uh, they're stickers. They're stickers. I bet they make it look good, though. That said, they make the cards look good. They make the stickers look good. Yeah, the production value is good. The autos are on sticker. Uh, the patches are varying degrees of nice. There's, uh, you know, the napkin patches for those three, but then there's ones with, like, pinstripes, and they just look good. And uh, those are three players from my childhood that I'm, like, I'm just happy every time I see their autos. Yeah. Is that in a booklet? No, it's just a, it's a horizontal card. Oh. So I'd be compromising a little bit. Horizontal card, sticker right. autos. You can't. What, what do you like, want from them? No, yeah. And so, like, <laughs> I thought about getting this card a couple of years ago and was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll pick that up eventually. It's been in my safe searches for a year. I haven't seen one pop up. Wow. That is you hit out of Immaculate when you were ripping through boxes like it was no one's business. <laughs> you pulled a quad auto yeah. out of Immaculate. I think it was Brandon Ingram's rookie year. So 2016, you hit an Ingram, and I forget who else was on there, but that card was no. beautiful. Yeah. You threw it immediately on the floor. <laughs> oh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker was Carl Anthony Towns and Trey Lyles. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yep. And that... That was another beautiful card. I mean, it didn't mean anything to you. No, but, it meant nothing. But the card, I don't know. <laughs> the triple, if you're getting three and four autographs on a card, mm-hmm. some of the production value, it's almost like they realize, okay, we really shouldn't screw this up. Right. Yeah. And they make them look really good. Oh, Even if it's not for a player that you like for Ricky or if it's not yeah. three players that you like for me. Yeah. You know, they, they still look pretty darn good. 
Yeah. Duh, Chad, you, I think, have a triple auto that I traded you, the Elway. One of my favorite cards. Mm-hmm. Elway, Terrell Davis, and Rod Smith. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, and I hope I don't ruin this card for you, um, I think some of the autos are in black ink, some blue. Yeah. yeah. Is that buggy? matching. No. Yeah. That drives it, me nuts. It, mm-hmm. Normally it would, but that card being a one-on-one, being my three favorite guys, you know, only if you could put Eddie Mack on there and Shannon Sharp too. <laughs> on the but yeah. um, it's so far above the point where I would care. I get it, that. that. It doesn't matter. But otherwise, yeah, it would drive me nuts. And I mm-hmm. think I, I, I think if the same were true for a card for me, the best three best lines maybe, or, you know, yeah. I'd probably be the same. You're so excited. You'd ignore that. Yeah, fact. it just doesn't even matter. Mm. But. And I remember the grade that you got was low, but honestly, I don't remember what the grade is because it again doesn't matter. Yeah, you there's just three look at the cool card. guys that yeah. like immediately you, you look at it. You're like, oh yeah, that Super Bowl, like hanging out with my family, watching it and enjoying it. Oh, buddy, yes, yes, sir, definitely. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think that's it for triples. It's been uh, another fun show. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, for Chad and Tim. I'm Ricky, the one-third of the podcast card. Wishing all of you a one-of-one night. You don't bring us down. It's fine. Join your favorite sports card podcast and our secret Santa gift exchange. This December, the deadline to sign up for this is tomorrow if you're listening to this. Tomorrow, November 7th, Sunday, is the deadline to reach out to our Instagram page at Pack to the Future Podcast. Let us know you're interested. The requirements are you have to uh, purchase a minimum of a $25 card for your secret Santa. We will give you all the details. If you just reach out to us, let us know you're interested. We'll do a live show with while we do the exchanges. It's a lot of fun. Please join us. Look forward to seeing you. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.